Well, and, thank you, Brian. I'm 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 all I'm all teary eyed now. <laughs> uh, you should. Don't be. even know what to say. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the WP Candy WordPress podcast. Uh, as usual, I'm here with Brian Krogsgaard. Hi, Brian. Hey, Ryan. And unusually, uh, we have a special guest here, uh, Otto, uh, known all over the WordPress community, uh, works for Audrey Capital. Hi, Otto. Thanks for joining us. Uh, hello. <laughs> so uh, Glad to be here. Yeah. I actually, I, I got to meet you at WordCamp Louisville. Uh, was it earlier this year or late last year? I don't remember. Um, uh, it was it was early this year, I believe, because it was still winter. Right. It was January. Okay. Okay. So, um, and uh, and that was a good time because I, you know, you see names online all the time. It's cool to actually see um, see folks in person. Are you near Louisville? I don't I don't remember now where you are. Yes, I uh, I live in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I remember. Okay, yeah, you're uh, uh, the, all the barbecue, <laughs> or the, the oh yeah. <laughs> um, I, th- I think we, I think we were talking about uh, automatic, or there's like an official WordPress booth or something at the, at one of the um, barbecue events down there, right? Yeah, we uh, yeah, WordPress dot com uh, decided uh, last year they were going to sponsor my barbecue team, uh, the Q's Brothers, and we they're sponsoring us again this year and. Uh, Looks like uh, most of the Audrey folks are coming over, Matt and uh, Nathan, and uh, uh, so we're, we're going to have a sort of a WordPress meetup here uh, during Barbecue Fest in May. Awesome! So is that, and that's open to that's open to anybody, right? Like we could just come down in May if we wanted some good barbecue. Yeah, I, actually, the Barbecue Festival at the door to get in. Um, they have tasting booths and. Uh, it's it's a huge competition. They have something like 250, 300 teams. Wow! Uh, all all across the several acres of Tom Lee Park on really good time. Very cool. We might just have to make it down there this year. Then um, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure tickets uh, or, or or what have you that fills up pretty fast. Uh, no, actually, aren't they usually like a thirty dollars all you can eat? Not. Basically, you have to know somebody to be able to eat in any of the team tents. You have to know somebody on that team. Gotcha. We're not allowed to actually sell barbecue to the public, uh, but they they do have tasting tents where you can taste all the different teams' uh, barbecue. And it's there's a, a a People's Choice Award actually for the for the judging of that uh, that taste. Yeah, you, you cut out a little bit every now and then, but I think I got the got the gist of it there, Otto. I'm not sure it might be a connection thing for me, um, but cool. No, I'm, I'm uh, thanks uh, thanks again for for joining us, and it's 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 a lot easier to talk to people uh, online when you can kind of associate a a real person with that a real face. Um, and and are you uh, uh, Brian? Are you on the road again? I think last week you were. Are you are you safe and safe and sound at home now? Safe and sound uh, might not be totally accurate, but I am at home. Well, I hope you're safe. I, I hope so. 
Yeah, I think I'm safe. We might get a little interrupted. Uh, I have a Great Dane in the background somewhere, so we could get an interruption. But yeah, I am here in Birmingham. And Otto, actually, I was going to ask you uh, when you come, when the guy, when they come down for for the barbecue thing, is that when you're going to be in Birmingham? I was, we were talking about that actually at the Birmingham meetup a couple weeks ago. No, I'll be in the Birmingham on uh, the weekend before that, May. 7th or something like that. Um, me and uh, Andrew Nason are going to WordCamp Atlanta, and then we'll be coming back uh, through Birmingham and stopping there to go to one of the WordPress meetups uh, with uh, Sarah Cannon. And cool. we should be there just, uh, I think, overnight for that, for that meetup. So I have to think, uh, of all people, you've probably been to a lot of WordCamp events, right, Otto? I mean, it's, it just sounds like it's it's one of the things that uh, that you do, which I'm becoming more familiar with, been going to more recently. But, I mean, just ballpark, how many do you think you've been to? Uh, three. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm completely off base. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, 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 hadn't, uh, I hadn't been to any WordCamps until uh, I went to Savannah in August. Okay. And uh, so far that, Louisville and Birmingham are the only three I've been to. But I'm planning on going to Atlanta and then uh, WordCamp Fayetteville. I'll be at WordCamp San Francisco, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, there was well, some other one that I'm planning on going to, but I don't remember it off the top of my head. So, so I'm curious. I mean, uh, what do you get most out of WordCamps or enjoy most? And maybe on the same token, what annoys you about WordCamps? Because you're, you know, if if I made a list, a short list of very very experienced WordPress developers, you'd be on it. Uh, so I have to think what, what sort of is the most fun for you when you go to these events. The only reason I'm going to the WordCamps mostly is to meet people. Mm-hmm. Um, before I, I met was the only person I had met, uh, who was in the WordPress, you know, community. And when I started going to the WordCamps, I started meeting all these people that I've been working with for five years. And it's just a lot better when you get to meet somebody in person as opposed to, you know, online all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll be in Atlanta for that event as well, so it sounds like that'll be the next time that we see you, which sounds like is also before the barbecue, so fantastic. Um, you work uh, for Mullenweg's company, Audrey Capital, right? You're the tech, one of the tech ninjas? Yes. So what uh, that I'm, I'm assuming that's also distributed remotely, same as automatic. That that all of you work uh, work at home, work uh, sort of individually. What's what's working life for working at, at Audrey? Uh, what what kind of experience is that? Um, well, basically, mostly I do work on WordPress.org, and uh, you know, trying to improve the website. Uh, I've done a lot of work with the theme community to try to improve that. Um, but it's different every day. There's just different things we're, I'm doing all the time. Um, whenever Matt has an idea of something, um, usually it's me and Nathan implementing it. So that's it's just different all the time. Everything I do changes day to day. Very cool. Uh, I, I think uh, what was the what was the last big thing? Was it the search that was updated on WordPress.org, I think? I think that was the last thing I remember talking about in regards to WordPress.org. That, that was a lot of your work, right? We, uh, I, I did improve the plugin and the theme search engines a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, was, that was a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, a lately I've been trying to Lately, I've been trying to work on profiles and 
integrates the logins correctly across the whole system. And we're doing a buddy press upgrade here soon. Um, I'm trying to upgrade BB press on a few directories, things like that. You know, just general maintenance and, and fixing problems kind of thing. But most of your projects are WordPress related, so you're not involved as much with Audrey Capital with some of the other projects that Matt, I guess, invests in. Uh, yeah, virtually everything I do is, is currently WordPress related. Um, I worked on, you know, like I built Matt's new theme. Um, occasionally he has me do some various things to help other people in the community. Like I uh, recently on WP Tavern uh, implemented post formats for them so that they, he could use asides and things like that now. And um, just sort of general helping out with uh, whatever needs to be done. Um, I think the reason that uh, Matt hired me and Mason separately is to be able to do things quickly and without, you know, having a lot of, of uh, structure behind it so that I can just go in and fix something immediately fast and get it done as opposed to having to go through a huge process. Right. It's a much quicker development. That way you don't have, you know, a big bloated team working on something that can be really straightforward. Exactly. Um, so let's see here. Do we want to uh, jump into some, some news, uh, see what's been going on recently, or do we want to keep going kind of the interview format? I kind of enjoy just picking your brain, Otto, <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> sure. It's all the same to me. Yeah. Well, we saw WordPress 3.1.1 come out uh, just in the last, what, couple days? Was that yesterday? It was yesterday. Uh, yeah, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, and that was uh, just a minor release. Um, nothing really exciting to report. Maintenance, security upgrade. Um, honestly, not really that much uh, probably to say about that, really. Just it, it came out. Yeah, mostly minor security fixes. Uh, a few minor enhancements, a couple of bug fixes. But the uh, the security fixes were the big one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's nice when it's uh, when it's basic and, and boring, I guess. Those are the good kind of updates to have. You don't want anything too exciting. <clears throat> uh, we had, uh, actually, uh, I wanted to see what you thought about, I think I remember seeing your comment on one of the posts we covered uh, last Friday. There were um, a few April Fool's posts that went up and uh, or different things that people did around the community. I think we had, uh, I think one of my favorites was the... Um, WordPress.com stats kind of fooled everybody into thinking they had a, a big jump in traffic that day uh, that I thought that was pretty pretty clever. Um, Brian, did you have a particular favorite from those? Uh, well, that was the one I actually noticed because it looked like people had actually been visiting my personal website, which was unusual. But <laughs> so you use .com stats. I actually don't. I, I use analytics um, for my own. Yeah, I use .com stats personally because I, re I really don't care about diving into some of the things that Google Analytics does for my personal website. Uh, but the one that I thought was funny was the Pagely one with the whole Dogly and Catly thing. Mm -hmm. I thought that was just pretty unique. Yeah, I, I, I think there was also... Oh, that's right. The other, the other really good one was the... Um, oh, who was it? Uh, BuddyPress developer. It was mentioned in the comments. I have to bring up the, the URL because I forget. Uh, the, buddy, the Buddy Drop... Yeah, buddy drop. Uh, that they were going to 
integrate uh, Buddy Press with Drupal, which I thought was pretty pretty good. Um, definitely <laughs> one of that one. Yeah, uh, I think you it know. was. Uh, let me let me pull it up in our comments here because I think it was uh, uh, Ron Renick pointed it out because we missed it. Mm-hmm. While you're pulling that up, uh, another funny one that I. I noticed, and it's not explicitly WordPress, but, you know, the Gmail one made the rounds, you know, on, on the morning of April 1st. Mm-hmm. And I swear I had people all day that I was seeing that thought it was for real. <laughs> and Well, that that's really the, the sort of the catch-22 with, with the April Fool stuff is that people are going to think it's real. Some people will, right, if, if it's any yeah. good. But then, but then they turned up and they, you know, say, uh, Matt Cutts, I think, tweeted out that, Someone actually went and used like the Connect system, and then made a working prototype of of Google's <laughs> of their April Fool's joke. Well, then that's I'd say that's a successful prank. Then, yeah, it was. It was you awesome. Had to, you had to know that was going to happen. That it always happens whenever Google does anything like that. Somebody's like, "Oh, I can do that." So, so yeah. where's the where's the Connect uh, WordPress dashboard plugin? How can, how can we make that happen? Yeah. <laughs> should, should shouldn't be far behind on the list there for that for that particular guy. It was uh it was Boone's website, uh, teleogistic.net. Teleogistic.net. Yeah, uh Boone Gorge's um blog that he had the buddy drop joke, which actually if you actually click buddy drop on the site then it condenses all the paragraphs down and has a message like with the first letter of each sentence. It's actually a pretty well written uh well written post when you look at it like that. I'll put a link in the, I'll make sure a links in the show notes for everybody listening. Uh, the logo on that was awesome, though. Just little Drupal heads in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the, the creepy and the blue logo. and the Buddy Press logo. It does it. It, it, the, it creeps out the logo a little bit, which is cool. So let's see what else is on the the news docket today. We have the Woo themes refocusing back to Woo theme or back to WordPress themes only. Um, kind of stepping away from the other platforms that they were working with. I think we have that covered on the blog. Yeah, that one went up today. I thought that was interesting. I mean, and Otto, you might have more to say about this, but, you know, I kind of joked that, you know, they're, they're, well, the non-joking part was, it looks like they're kind of going a little more vertical, whereas before they were kind of spreading their wings in the theme business and willing to do Tumblr themes and Expression Engine and Magento and all this stuff and, now it, it seems like, you know, they really didn't have the passion for other stuff. So, you know, they focus, and now they're focusing on WordPress and they're going, you know, more vertical with their with their diversification, I guess. So that now they're going to have themes. They've had this WooCommerce thing going on for a long time that they're supposedly coming up with and the Woo hosting. And I don't know, I thought, I thought it was just interesting that, you know, when they're not really super passionate about it, you know, they, they saw that, the sales weren't really there, but also the whole idea of putting all your eggs in one basket, you know, with WordPress. And I think it's just kind of a testament to the, to the platform. Well, there's uh, I mean, it makes sense to, to leverage, you know, if you've got good theme designs to be able to leverage them for multiple platforms. But I think the problem there is you end up having to do a lot more support work than, you know, you would really do with just supporting one platform. Um, because that means they have to be able to diagnose problems on all the different platforms they're selling themes for. And I don't think that's uh, scalable. Support's a tricky thing to do. Um, 
you have you trouble ever, scaling that when you're doing a lot of them. Did you ever go out? Or did you ever, you know, look into some of the other platforms to see what they do and compare it to WordPress? I really don't honestly know how much different it is. Uh, I've used Tumblr before, and uh, it's I used Blogger at one point. Um, almost six years now. I don't really think. Uh, you know, I'm switching anytime soon. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine you won't. I was just—I I don't really know how much different they are on their on their base, but I, I assume they're you know, quite a bit. Different. Yeah, I would have to think that the support would be one of the major reasons uh, for making that switch. And um, I think—I mean, I think they—I think Wu Theme's approach to it was more as an experiment than anything else. They wanted to see what the interest levels were and uh, see what the response was, and there clearly was. You know, I mean, at the size that they are, they're probably going to get a response to most anything that they try. Um, but it, it's also, I, I just personally found it cool that they were willing to take a step back from that and say, okay, we tried that out, but that's actually not a direction we want to go, and that they were sort of confident enough to step back and, and explain everything and, and go a, a different direction um, rather than to steam on, you know, in that, um, steam on with that decision uh, and all of the overhead that that would bring with it. I don't know, I think that might bring up a, you know, a good segue. I mean, where do you think WordPress is going? I mean, I know in 3.1, we kind of had, you know, this outburst of uh, stuff with post formats, like you mentioned before, and, you know, there are so many things I know you're involved in in 3.0 to, to kind of change the way people use WordPress, and where do you, where do you see that, uh, how do you see that movement going forward? Well, uh, you know, I hate to use the dreaded three letters of CMS, but that is what's happening. You know, mm-hmm. the uh, the whole the whole WordPress as a platform is becoming more and more obvious. Um, and I don't think there's any long term goal of that. It's just happening that way because it fills a need. You know, people need to be able to do different things with it, and custom post types were a big part of that. Um, that's that's really changing the way that that developers are looking at the, uh, the internal core of WordPress and how it works and how it functions. And so with people doing more and more things like, well, with like, for example, the new BB press as a plugin, uh, is using, uh, is, is, uh, John, uh, John James Jacoby is doing all that. That's really using post types in a big way. It's got three different post types for forums, threads and thread posts and things like that. And, um, it's, it's being used a lot more as a platform to build systems on as opposed to a website which you put a blog on, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I know BBPress is probably one of the most anticipated plugins this year. I think there are a lot of people really excited about where it's headed. Last year. If you haven't, tr- if you haven't tried the alpha, it's definitely worth downloading and installing. It's very cool. Uh, it takes a lot of extra theme development to make it w- look pretty, sure. but it works really well. Um, the storage of posts and comments and things like that works incredibly well. Uh, it's very high, tightly integrated with the core. Yeah, that's one of the things I was most excited about to see it, uh, to see the sort of the development happening was how it was, you know, following sort of the uh, the WordPress um, philosophies of, of sort of how to develop something like that. It really is a reimagining of BB Press. You know, it's keeping it simple and everything, but it's really 
was a starting from kind of the, the ground up rather than it being its own platform integrating in like a plugin. And I have a I played around with the uh, the current. Um, I think it, it was probably a few weeks back when I last played with it. So and I'm not completely up to date, but it seemed like you know just playing with it, it didn't have all the bells and whistles and stuff. But I mean, it was functional. It worked, and that was pretty exciting. Right. And well, and and the bells and whistles part of it is one of those things that plugins do so well. Yeah. Exactly. So, I think I think uh, just even providing a base platform that you can build on with plugins is going to be a big, big leap in in the way that forums work. When I would think that the and the and the plugins will probably come along that much faster because you know it is integrated with WordPress now that it probably wouldn't be that hard to add compatibility with a number of plugins already out there. I mean, I right? And you, yeah, you you leverage that existing base of plugins and the existing base of developers. Right. Uh, if they start using it and they start writing plugins for it, and they were going to release them, you know, because I know a lot of plugin developers that have tried to use VBPress as a separate thing in the past, and it's a little hard to use and it's a little complicated, and it's it's it doesn't work as well as WordPress does. So they end up just re-implementing something on WordPress that they wanted to do with VBPress. Um, but as a plugin, it, it's just way better. Absolutely. I saw a mention in the in the chat uh, for a just a quick summary of BB Press. BB Press is is a forum. It's a it's a um, originally it was a standalone um, forum installation that took a lot from WordPress and behaved a lot like WordPress. Now it's being integrated as a plugin, or not integrated as a plugin, but um, recreated as a plugin that can just uh, add a forum to your WordPress site. Now, I, I mean, actually, it's interesting talking about the future of WordPress, kind of going back to, to where this started, because I've asked people that just in interviews of the past couple of months, and, and maybe it's because we talked to a lot of developers, but a lot of the responses that I've heard back is, you know, I don't really know. It does a lot of what I really want it to do. Um, it, it feels like the last couple of versions really brought out a lot of the, maybe, you know, the developer sought after features to really make it more like a content management system rather than just for blogging and you know, I think we're sort of seeing a lot of people really satisfied with where it is right now. So it's actually a hard question to answer. Yeah, I think uh, what's going to end up happening is that there's there's a lot of people building plugins surrounding custom post types and using them for various things. And I think some of those features, some of that functionality is going to push to the front and then it's going to probably get integrated into core at some point. But what that functionality is, there's no way to tell until it happens. I mean... It's 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 very difficult to predict what what the need is uh, before there is the need. Just kind of curious, is there anything that's sort of make that that might be going down that direction now? Anything that's piquing your interest? Um, I mean, in terms of future integration, not, I mean, like you said, it's hard to predict, but um, I mean, I don't know the 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 plugins I write. I mean, I write uh, the simple Facebook Connect plugin. Mm-hmm. A lot of people love that. That's I've got like fifteen thousand users of that, and I'm constantly being asked for ways to integrate that tighter. Um, so maybe I'm, I'm working on a rewrite of that. Uh, the BB Press stuff is is what I've been looking at a lot lately because we run a lot of WordPress.org on BB Press, and uh, I've been looking at that in a big way to try to make it, you know, work better. Um, a lot of the multi-site stuff is really quite useful. Um, and there are people doing very interesting things with multi-site systems uh, and just sort of faking out the way it works and changing it and 
but but as for any one particular thing, no, I, I can't think of anything. Yeah, yeah, just curious, just curious. So you you also mentioned. Yeah. Um, sorry, Brian, were you jumping in there? Uh, no, but I can't. Oh, if you had something, I, I was going to go off on another thing, but feel free well, to. I, I was going to ask. Um, kind of related to this, but you had a blog post that I think I linked up when, we, when 3.1 released, uh, the advanced taxonomy queries post. That, that's one yeah. of the things that I felt really, it takes something that I guess was not introduced in 3.0, but people really started seeing the power of taxonomies, custom taxonomies, uh, with custom post types, I guess. But I don't know, maybe explain how something like that can really help a developer extend things that were introduced in 3.0 or before. Uh, sure. Um, taxonomies are one of those things that's a little difficult to, difficult to understand. Usually when I'm trying to explain it to somebody, I start off with the ideas of categories and tags. And because people understand categories and they get tags. And when you start saying that you can categorize stuff into categories of categories, um, then it, it starts making it a little more clear. Uh, the, the, the canonical example would be like uh, the whole um, biology taxonomy system where they categorize, you know, hominids and, you know, things like that. Different animals into different types. That's what a taxonomy is. You're, you're, it's the same thing. You're just creating your own type system to combine things together. And when you start showing people how they can take their content, which is really, you know, the, instead of the post, it's really a content type. When they can take their content, sort it out into different ways, and then be able to query on it in those different ways, uh, it really shows how, it can, how you can turn just a couple of tables, you know, internally into a full hierarchical database system. You know, to where if you have a person, that could be a custom post type. And uh, that could be, you could categorize people into different groups, you know, such as working groups or developers or, or whatever groups you need. And you can use taxonomies to, like Matt does. Matt uh, uses a people taxonomy for his photographs, for his gallery system. He, he tags the, the, uh, the photos with the people in those photos. And it's just a really nice and easy way to categorize different types of things. And when you start showing people that, yeah, you can, you can make a different you know, type of content, add your own taxonomy to it, and categorize it however the heck you want, they start seeing the power of that more as a way of, of organizing data as opposed to, you know, writing a blog. And that, that's where taxonomies are really useful. And, and I, I, I have to admit that I did not like them at first, and I have been proven wrong. <laughs> one, one of those that had kind of had to warm to it over time, huh? Yeah, when we first started, when, when they were starting to, to reorganize the old category structure, and somebody proposed the taxonomy system. It was probably Matt. Uh, I didn't like it. I thought it was confusing and weird and pointless. It's it's actually extremely powerful for just a simple structure, you know. And so now it's it's got a lot more use. It's got a lot more traction than I ever thought. Yeah, I'm excited for. Uh, this is one of the things that I remember. It was either it might have. It was either the Developer Day at WordCamp Phoenix or or in Miami um, when uh, I think it was uh, Nason Andrew Nason was talking about what he'd like to see happen with the future of taxonomies that introduced an idea I hadn't even really thought about before, um, but about making the various 
types of tax uh, taxonomy metaboxes like uh, sort of choosable. So rather than just having you know the the current tags or or category layout, having you know a drop down or having something like the post formats be usable and and the different ways and, and that just sort of for me at least expanded into another way you could use taxonomy. So wow, okay, you know what if you could if only one could be chosen or if it was a drop down or, or there are these different. Uh, types that I thought would be, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, who knows when it'll come, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we talked about that in January at the, at the retreat and, okay. uh, the, uh, that was actually just before Phoenix. That's probably where he, he was might continuing there, that yeah. idea. But, uh, the big thing at the time was trying to create a, like a radio button cause they needed it for formats for one thing, mm-hmm. but also the formats is kind of hard coded. So they wanted the more generic ones where you could make a radio button system automatically with the taxonomy. I don't know if that's been implemented yet or it may be in 3.2 or something. But um, that's definitely coming up the pipe. That's necessary. It's required. Um, a few other ways, you know, ideas of how to, you know, selectively pick uh, taxonomy would be really useful. We just, you know, need more interface ideas there, I think. Absolutely. Have you, I'm, I'm curious what you think of the... Uh the adoption of post formats themselves over time. I mean, I know there was a lot of, or there has been a lot of back and forth on the idea. I mean, wh- what did you think? You said initially you questioned taxonomies. What have you thought of post formats? I thought post formats were a great idea and a great way to, for people to stop overloading categories for it. Hmm. Yeah, because I'm sure a lot of people are using one of the major, One of the major uses of categories has always been uh, that you know display thing, and I never sure. liked that. And uh, the post formats idea is a great idea. I actually just got through making a presentation uh, that I'm giving at a, a meetup here tomorrow about post formats. And uh, yeah, I love them. I use them all the time. Or actually, I don't. I don't use them myself. I write themes that use them all the time. I've been updating a lot of themes to use post formats lately. That's interesting. Think, oh, go ahead, Brian. Do you think there's going to be a standard eventually built up to where? Everybody kind of adopts the same method of implementing the post formats, though. Uh, that's in, yes, actually, I do. Like the I, UI, I, I've actually. I'm not sure about the the post UI. That that I see somebody's point later, like on Tumblr, when you pick a post format, you get a different set of boxes to fill in. Um, I'm not sure that will happen anytime soon, but the standard for how you display a post is already starting to become. Very, uh, very sort of standardized by watching just people use it. I mean, we've already got, we've already got the idea that like asides, for example, don't have titles displayed, or that uh, um, images just show like one image and nothing else. You know, maybe a, a caption. Um, you know, little things like that, like links or status posts, or you know, more like Twitter posts, so that they're limited to very you know single sentences kind of thing. And while it's true, you know, that the, the input box doesn't change, and so there's a bit of a UI problem there in that the user doesn't know what to put in. Um, I think the users are smart enough to figure out, oh, when I pick this, it looks like this. And that's really the important thing with the format. So they'll figure it out over time. Yeah, I think we're starting eventually to it's gonna, it's, Go ahead. Yeah, eventually it's going to be it's just sort of a de facto standard, not really a you know defined thing anywhere, but that's just the way it is because that's what everybody expects it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're starting to see 
post formats being adopted more into themes it's sort of been a, a slow crawl but i think that, um, you know seeing more and more themes each week that are that are using them and, and taking and seeing people build them and share them on twitter so i, I see that they're coming <laughs> um one thing i'm i'm curious about uh it's always stuck in my mind about multi-site that you know the process for for setting up and 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 using multi-site is actually involved uh or is actually a little bit involved but on purpose it seems because it's not something that just anybody you know currently or anybody right now should just be able to to hit a button and fire up and do you know it requires maybe a little bit more um responsibility than the average user might have uh, i saw a question in the chat uh running a similar vein with um custom post types and maybe taxonomies do you see because currently you know add to your functions file or add a plugin do you see an interface for adding custom post types and taxonomies ever being added in the future, or is that something that's plug-in territory? Um, for the specific case of custom post types and taxonomies, taxonomies maybe, post types probably not. Okay. Um, taxonomies are one of those things like it does make sense to have several different taxonomies even for your regular posts. And to be able to create them and delete them and modify them as needed would be a good thing. Post types are, are, are as we all call them, content types, are really more uh, custom to what you're doing with that type. If you, if you create a post type and don't use it in any way in your theme or in your plugin or whatever, it is kind of pointless. You're not really able to, you know, you can put in stuff, but there's no good interface for displaying it. It just looks like another set of blog posts. So... Really, I think custom post types probably tend to stick more towards the realms of themes and plugging code implementing the way that they're using that that data uh, instead of you know just letting the user create one and you know start writing blog posts in it. I think that makes sense. That's that's probably a good distinction between taxonomies and and content. I, I prefer content types too, but I see post types all the time, and I always say that. Um, I'm sure it's I'm sure it can confuse people. Right, yeah, the, that's that's it's an unfortunate name. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Um, uh, how how are you? How are your dogs, Brian? I, I heard I heard him there for a minute. I think I'm muted out. Are y'all? Am I back? <laughs> yeah, you're back now. Okay. Yeah, she was barking a good bit. Um, but yeah, I was going to ask uh, a question along those lines. Well, I actually just make a comment that for me, I and maybe this is wrong. I always think of post types when it's okay and not okay is do I really want this in my feed or not? Uh, Otto, would you say that's a good way to kind of determine whether it's worthy of a post type or just a taxonomy? Or that's what I always recommend. Um, if, you, if you want it in your feed, then it should be a post. The one thing I would example would be People say, well, why can't I make a podcast post type? Well, because a podcast is a post. It's not a, you know, it's not a separate thing. Right. But if you have a so, portfolio or, you know, if you make themes or something, you might have a post type for a new theme or a new project that you've done so that people can go view your portfolio and then you can do a separate blog post about it. Then that might be an appropriate place to have a post type instead yeah. of a yeah, do, doing doing something like that. A post type really is more for storing something different than a post. Um, something something substantially different. Um, like uh, I'll give you a, okay. For example, I saw 
theme that was allowed the user to put in custom CSS for uh, like each page or each post or something like that. And he stored them in a custom post type that was not visible to the user anywhere, but through his own interface. And it was a great way to store that because then he could pull that out with one simple query in the theme template and pop it out there and display it. Um, you can store anything, obviously, in a, in a custom post type, but generally if it's like text that you're going to read, it should probably be a post or a page and not a custom post. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. One one way we use it on, on WP Candy is we have uh, a status custom post type, which we actually don't use for anything except sending out, uh, you know, sort of scheduling and sending out tweets to Twitter uh, rather than sort of using, right. a, you know, programming service or something. We <clears throat> said, hey, we've got it right here. Why don't we just use WordPress for this? Right. It's a separate content type that's going, instead of to your blog, it's going to Twitter or right. Facebook or whatever. Yeah, that's a really good use for it. Are you thinking, or do you have anything implemented like that in your uh, in your plugins that you have for Twitter and Facebook Connect? No, mostly I use those plugins to be able to promote. Uh, they're more promotion system. So, like when you post something, it will repost it to Twitter or post it on your Facebook page, and then try to drive back traffic back from those to your site. Um, I mostly wrote those as a way because a lot of people want to subscribe to you know, blogs using Facebook or using Twitter instead of like a feed reader. And so I have, I use it more as a subscription mechanism. If you want to follow me on Facebook, then my Facebook stuff will suddenly start showing up in your feed, in your stream on Facebook. And that's a really, just a good way. It's more of a promotional tool. That makes sense. Uh, off, just off of the, uh, sort of the social end of things, you mentioned, uh, sort of revamping uh, profiles on WordPress.org and that being sort of a part of what uh, what you do. Um, I'm curious what you think or, or how maybe you would like to see the social aspect, you know, using the profiles on WordPress.org affect or, or improve WordPress development over time. I mean, do you see that? Uh, or what kind of an impact do you hope that that has for maybe developers and contributors that are even contributing in ways other than, you know, submitting patches and things like that? I'm honestly not sure exactly where we're going with that. Okay. Uh, Jane has a lot of really good ideas for the profile system. Um, location is one of them. Like making a meetup kind of service uh, would be another. Um, being able to find developers in your area uh, to help you with your you know projects or whatever. Uh, things of that nature. Basically just using it as a way to connect people together somehow. Um, but there's a lot of little ideas involved in that. And I don't know about half of them. So, <laughs> fair uh, enough. Fair yeah, enough. I, I think it's got a lot of potential there. I just need, it just needs a lot of work. Yeah, I think it was Jane. I, I remember seeing mention something about using it to to draw together, you know, those who work or volunteer for word camps and organize word camps and and making that an aspect of it, or just you know various things you could do with WordPress. So, yeah, something to watch. Yeah, the WordCamp organization is a big part of that, too, because she's pulling WordCamp.org in with all the rest of the WordPress stuff. So it'll all be one big, happy, connected family. Absolutely. And I feel like I'm starting to see more and more WordCamp organization sites using WordCamp.org rather than their own domains, which would probably help integrate everything. Definitely. Very cool. Well, uh, Brian, do you have anything else on your plate you want to get into? 
because I know we've got. Uh, I can launch into some some powered thanks, and then we can do some uh, picks if we want to go that direction now. I mean, but if there's anything else you had on your mind, I didn't want to skip over you. Sounds pretty good to me. Auto, anything else that uh, you wanted to talk about? Uh, I'm good. Good deal. Let me pull this up then. This is where our really cool sound effects would come in. Yeah, exactly. Our soundboard, because we're so uh, such a high-tech podcast here. Uh, so I wanted to thank uh, a few people for powering WP Candy so far this month. We're six days in and already having a, a great uh, sort of month for the system. Um, just kind of give people an overview if you're if you're new to the site. Uh, we don't do advertising. We actually take donations through our Powered By uh, system where people can you know power us monthly, a $5 subscription. They can power a post, power a day, things like that. Uh, so we are attempting as much as possible to be literally community-powered, and, and that's what this is. So uh, I wanted to thank uh, uh, the VoodooPress.com guys for powering a couple posts this week. Uh, really appreciate that. Want to thank, uh, and this is where this is the, the part of the podcast where I butcher, butcher some names. Uh, James Agate, it might be Agati, uh, of uh, Spotty Media uh, Limited. He also runs WPSmarts.com. Want to thank him for powering a post. I uh, also want to thank uh, the Themify guys for um, sending in uh, just a custom. Uh, donation uh, this month of um, $200. So I guess we could say two days and a handful of posts. Um, we'll find a way to integrate that into uh, uh, how we do everything. I want to uh, thank them for that. Uh, of course, want to thank this month's power of the entire month, which is Woo Themes, and uh, appreciate them supporting the site and helping us generate WordPress content all month. And actually give an advanced thank you to Instinct Entertainment, who is picking up next month for... WP Candy, which uh, is just news this week for us. So want to thank uh, Dan Millward and, and all the guys over there. Uh, we'll be sure to, to get a post up this week thanking them for that and uh, probably thank them again during the podcast in, what would that be, May. So if you would like to uh, power WP Candy, you can do so at wpcandy.com slash is slash powered. I definitely need to remember to get a, a shortened URL for that next time. We need to have slash power working, but... Um, you can uh, head over there, and there are the different options for doing that, and uh, we really appreciate it. We literally uh, operate entirely off of the Powered By system, and that's how we're able to keep doing the cool stuff that we do. And this is the part where we jump into WordPress picks. Um, uh, you you forgot a couple of things. What did I forget? One of, the, one of the guys in the stream mentioned one, but first, I think we should actually say congratulations to Ryan, because this is... Uh, two months in a row two months where we're row. actually going to be 100% powered, which is awesome for this type of uh, site format. So congratulations to Ryan for getting this community uh, bumping. Well, and thank you, Brian. I'm, 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 all, I'm all teary-eyed now. <laughs> you should uh, Don't even know what to say. No, and now it's, I have to get exciting. on to you. Okay, what did I do? You missed the absolute biggest news of the week and the month in general. What was that uh, on this podcast? What did I, miss? I don't know if you know, but you've got this thing going on called Theme Madness. I, I have not mentioned Theme Madness. You're right. Uh, well, I mean, would you like to introduce it? Would you like to, to talk a bit about it? Because we we just started. I guess what we did. We started after the podcast last week, so we haven't talked about it. 
That's right. It's all you. Go for it. All right. So Theme Madness is an idea that we had. Originally, it was going to be WP Candy's sort of March Theme Madness. Well, like most everything, we got to it late. So it's sort of our April project now. Uh, so instead of augmenting your, your March Madness, if you're in the, the USA and enjoy basketball, then that's something you might have been playing around with. Instead of adding to your bracket craziness during March, we're now taking the place of uh of the of the bracket stuff now that it's almost i'm not a basketball person is it over yet is it almost over yeah the championship game was on monday well perfect so we're done with that now we're moving on to theme madness which is a lot like march madness in the sense that uh there's a bracket and there's 64 teams and you can uh submit your own bracket at wp candy uh, dot com slash theme madness uh, there's also a, you can see it on the front page of the site where to go to fill one of those out and basically we're going to spend a few weeks uh, seeing the different theme shops that we've chosen for this compete out or or, 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 or uh, compete with each other for sort of the the grand champion the best part about it is we have wp candy mint trophies to hand out uh, both two awesome they are pretty cool. Uh, um, I was very surprised that they were halfway decent because it sounds like a. It's just we were like, well, here's what we want to do. We want to put a mint on a trophy. Um, but there are pictures of that up on the site as well that you should check out. But uh, we'll be giving a trophy out to the winning theme company uh, that they'll be able to sort of be champions at least until we do it again next year, and also to the person who fills out the winning bracket. So. Uh, we have uh, like 150 people so far that have filled out brackets, which is pretty awesome because um, it definitely takes a minute to fill those out. So if you want to participate for the next uh, few weeks during the month of April, then uh, head over there and uh, join in the fun. It should be uh, should be a good time. There are some people getting pretty excited about it so far. I think uh, I think it'll be it'll be an interesting interesting game to watch happen. So yeah. I think. Well, let me ask you, Brian. Am I safe to go? In, are we safe to go into picks now, or did I forget something else too? I think you're ready for picks. All right. So, uh, well, let's start. I mean, uh, uh, Otto, did you have a, a WordPress-related pick, uh, or do you just want to throw in? A, I mean, either way, I'm going to ask you to do a beer pick. But you're welcome to replace your WordPress pick with a beer pick if that's easier for you. Uh, pick a what? What? What are we picking? Uh, you can pick a plugin or uh, a WordPress theme or a WordPress book. Really, a blog, anything WordPress related goes in this section. We've we've used it pretty internet in related. <laughs> really, yeah. <laughs> we're uh, we're pretty liberal about how this particular segment oh. goes. Uh, PDR, the uh, the beer of the hipsters. Um, for <laughs> a WordPress pick. that I thought was really cool. Um, how about you go first while I think of something? Will do. Will do. Brian, do you have one? Uh, yeah, I actually installed... Actually, it's two plugins that I think the Renix did, but I, I bought the Replicator plugin with our with our code that they gave us mm-hmm. uh, for WP eBooks, which is awesome. I'm, I'm double-picking. Uh, <laughs> So I did a test replication. Which is illegal in a few states, just to be clear. Yeah, it's illegal Double in picking. some states, yeah. I guess. But I did it anyway. And, uh, yeah, I used the replicator plug-in. It was ridiculously smooth and simple. I could totally imagine how that would save people a lot of time in their workflow, uh, which is at WP eBooks. But then they have a free plug-in uh, that Ron helped develop. And I apologize to the other developers. I think there were actually three people that did it. 
uh, and it's the snack bar plugin. Uh, and uh, this yeah. is, yeah. So this is part of what turned me into a uh, a pro admin bar person. And uh, so, were you an anti admin bar person before? You didn't like it? No, I was just pretty nonchalant about it. But okay, I think so you were you were a, an even keeled admin bar person. You're a non-committal admin yeah, bar person. Okay. And actually, the the uh, dig digging into WordPress guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a little poll that I, I commented on. Uh, and for multi-site installs, I think it's uh, a very cool thing. I mean, I've got a couple of plugins. The Snack Bar plugin is the one that Ron Rennick and some other folks, I think, uh, I don't know who else did it, but a couple other guys helped out. It basically just hooks into the admin bar and gives you more direct access to your network. Uh, so I can go straight to like the theme editor plugins for my site or for my network, and that's very cool. Uh, and then I also like the fact, that, like uh, for instance, uh, the WordPress SEO plugin hooks right into the admin bar. And I don't know, I've, I've come into, I think it's come into its own. Uh, I like it now once I got used to it. Cool. So that is so that's two. The... It might even be three if you count the admin bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. I'll make sure you get all those recorded in the show notes so people can uh, find all the links to those. Um, I have a pick that is actually, it's not a plugin. It's not a theme. It's not really a WordPress site. And actually, really, I, I kind of made it my pick halfway through the show after all the talk about BB Press. Not to downplay BB Press, but because I've been thinking a lot about forums lately uh, and have been playing around a lot with uh, another. Um, a GPL software project called Vanilla Forums and really been playing around with that and what it can do, particularly with its integration plugins with WordPress, which is kind of how I can link this into uh, a WordPress pick. Uh, but at, at its face, it's, it's, it's a really nice way to, um, even if you use it in the most basic sense and just you know create a, a form and then embed it into your site, you can pretty much be up and running with a, with a form in no time at all. But it also allows you to, you know, similar to WordPress.org and .com, actually, there's a vanillaforums.com and .org where uh, you can go and download a copy of Vanilla Forums and actually just run it. Um, in this sense, similar to how BBPress used to be, you run it in its own uh, installation and then integrate it uh, with your WordPress install. But um, it's it's one of the options that we've been weighing lately is we want to get a form up on, uh, on WP Candy. And uh, the reason I, one of the reasons I like it most of all is that you know, it integrates with the WordPress system, and it's going to make it very easy for us to port everything over to BBPress once that's ready, because that's probably where we're headed long-term. But uh, just in the short term, it, it might could, it could be a, a good interim step for us. So my pick is Vanilla Forums. Are we official on that? We're going we're to give I think, Vanilla I think, Forums I think so. I think, I'm, I think we're going to give that a go uh, just for the time being, because uh, I'm, I'm antsy about it. I, I want to I have some option for people on the site. All right, uh, Otto, did you have a pick, or do you just want to do the just the PBR this week? Yeah, I thought of, uh, thought of one. The, um, a while back on uh, WordPress.com, there was a big thing where they talked about the uh, using the new OnSwipe system for uh, uh, iPad devices to show the uh, uh, you know the, to show it in a specialized iPad format. Um, they didn't really talk about it too much, but the same plugin is available for WordPress.org users. It's uh, it's in the directory. It's called on, 
And I tried it for a while, and uh, actually I pulled up a copy of Safari. I don't have an iPad, but I pulled it up on Safari to see what it looked like. And it works great. It uh, does exactly what it claims to do. It's very neat. Yeah, it's, it's a fun... It's a use for iPad people. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, I, I remember when blogging. It, Right. Absolutely. I remember when it was initially, uh, what was it called? Pad pressed, I think first was the plugin. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. of course they've, they've now renamed and tons of funding and obviously partnership with automatic and, uh, going places. It's actually a kind of a cool story of something that really started as a WordPress plugin and is now this sort of giant thing. Uh, it's, it's pretty neat. I, I haven't myself, uh, tried it out, but I would have to think for the, for the right blog, that would be the perfect solution. Um, to, to browsing it on an iPad. I'll have to give it a have to give it a look. It works particularly well if you do a lot of photo blogging. Um, I think Matt enabled it on his uh, his not WordPress site, his uh, uh, matt.wordpress.com, which is all he does is photo blogging there, and it looks really good on an iPad. And that's the sound of me tapping it out to go check it out right now. <laughs> you and your Apple products. Yeah, I'm 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 guilty. It it, it happens. Um Yeah, and this is uh, like you said been enabled across all wordpress.com sites now that anybody can can use this. Uh here we go. It's pulling up for me. You can you can disable that if you're Oh, that if is If you cool. have a Yeah, if you have a mostly blog type of site, you can disable it if you want from your wordpress.com site as well. Sure. No, I, I see what you mean, Otto. This is pretty cool. Just browsing around Matt's site on this. I approve. It it works really well with the photo system. I thought that was very clever. Definitely. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, thanks, Otto, for, for joining us. I appreciate you uh, jumping on the podcast with us this week, and um, hopefully you can... Uh, it, did, I, did I read right earlier that it was... Uh, was it gin and tonic tonight? Was that the choice? Was that the... That was that was indeed the choice. Fantastic. Well, I hope that uh, if if not, you'll enjoy the rest of that one. And if not, uh, or if you have enjoyed it already, then another two or three <laughs> to to cap off the <laughs> night. Um, and we look forward to uh, hopefully seeing you at WordCamp Atlanta and maybe at the uh, barbecue in in May. Look forward to having you. Fantastic. Uh, you can follow Otto. It's at uh, Otto forty two on Twitter. Also at is it autopress dot com. And what's uh, you have another site? Auto destruct. Auto destruct. Yeah, how can I forget that one? It's the, um, and uh, of course, you can you know Twitter's the probably the, the the place to be on that. But also, I mean, follow, follow him on his on his blogs too, because uh, you know Brian and I are always finding and talking about the, the various editorials and tutorials and posts that he puts up on there. Very very interesting WordPress stuff. And we'll make sure to put those links in the show notes as well. You can follow Brian Krogsgaard, uh, my co-host, at, at Krogsgaard on Twitter. It's just his last name. And you can follow me, at Ryan Immel, and of course the site, at WPCandy. And uh, hopefully you already follow WPCandy.com, because otherwise I can't imagine how you are listening to this. So thanks again, guys, uh, and we'll see everybody on the podcast next week. 